Welcome to the podcast of St. Basil the Great Catholic Church in Brecksville, Ohio, with homilies, talks, and interviews relevant to your Catholic faith. God bless you and enjoy. Obviously on Holy Family Sunday, where we pause and we take a little time to reflect on and soak in that the central figure in God's saving plan for our whole world For all 8 billion people in every single country, his whole plan to save, restore, and redeem humanity, the central figure is not a a warrior or political figure. It's not an influential billionaire or someone who invents something really cool. The central figure of God's saving plan is a family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph And it's through this family that there's hope in the world. That's the biblical view, is that everything seems to center on this family. And what I really actually want to spend most of my time tonight with all of you doing is really reflecting on why it's so hard to connect to the holy family if they're a family. It would seem like, of all things, this would be the easiest reality to plug into and connect and receive deep love and support. And yet my experience has been that's not the case. It's probably only been in the last several years that I began to notice that I really live most of my day with Mary and Joseph. I'm pretty much talking to the two of them most of the day. And that wasn't always the case, and I don't think anyone here or anyone who meets me would call me a pious priest. Uh, So uh, that may be surprising. But I really, it it became a reality for me at the same time I began to experience how, uh, how much I'm unable to meet the needs presented to me on a daily basis is I began to notice that the life I'm being given and I'm living has demands and needs that are way beyond what I can do well and flourish in, as I began to experience my own poverty, emptiness, lack, I at the same time began to experience such care and support from Mary and Joseph. And the blessing of being a priest is as I begin to hear more and more of the human heart, both at this parish or when I go across different places and teach and preach and hear confessions, what I discover is that every one of us has these empty places in us, these unfinished parts that are full of need, that just don't have what it takes that we recognize on some level, and it's oftentimes scary, that we're not enough, that you aren't enough for all the demands and needs of the people in your life. I'm not enough. We don't have what it takes. In essence, what we have inside of every one of us is this little aspect of being a child. Every one of us has these places that feel so small in the face of such a big world. And as I begin to make the journey to recognize these places without the typical fear, shame, self-contempt, masquerading like we're all got it together, but just begin to listen to and feel these places, at the same time I begin Jesus, feeling Jesus draw into these places 
the love of a really good mom and a really good dad, Mary and Joseph. And what I discovered was, in your baptism and mine, we actually were adopted not just into the Trinity, but into the Holy Family. That everyone here gets to experience Mary and Joseph's great, attentive, competent, beautiful, wisdom, grace-filled life and love. They, of course, will affirm and deepen all that your own parents have done for you that's good. But every one of the parents here, or any parents you've had, ought to and are invited to confession just like we are. And so they lack things, our moms and dads, lacked things. Sometimes they did bad stuff, terrible things at times. Or sometimes they just were absent in ways that we really needed them in our hearts. And Mary and Joseph have a way of filling those gaps in. They have a way of stepping into the very empty places that were supposed to be there and filling them in with all the love and affection of a mom and a dad, all the grace and wisdom and prayer that all of our homes were supposed to have and are called to have. They bring that into our lives because baptism is real. You really were united to Jesus. He really drew his whole life into yours and gives you the love of a mom and a dad. He really draws that into us. But this is what stops us often, I find, is the word holy. We call them the holy family. And then all of us go like this. Well, my family's not holy and they're holy. Well, okay, there goes that. And because we hear the whole the word holy and we think of pedestals, we put a saint on a pedestal, or we think of holy and we see those god-awful prayer cards where they have rosy cheeks and they look plastic, looks like they've never laughed, sneezed, got sick, was hurt, or ever had a human moment in their lives, and we pass them out constantly. Here, here's a prayer card for you. And I remember the first prayer card I ever saw. It was Jesus looking very effeminate in my mind. And I remember like, oh, and I just threw it away immediately. I think I was about 10. I was a little boy. I thought, I'd st I'll stick with my G.I. Joes, thank you. <laughs> is this what happens? You and I have been formed in what holy looks like is nothing we want. We go, no, thank you. And then we think about our holy family and we go, well, I'm sure they were all wonderful. Isn't that great? My family's not that way. But what if the word holy meant desirous mercy. What if to be holy means if someone's holy, they draw near to you and where you're struggling with kindness and grace and encouragement? What if holy wasn't a metric system where the holy family has 10 holy units and our families at best have one? What if instead the Holy Family is always drawing close to you, not to wag a finger, not to give you a standard, but to give you open arms? What if holy meant a power to heal and love you where you need it the most? Well, if that's the case, then I would love the Holy Family to be very close, and I might actually want to be holy for others. 
See, on this Holy Family Sunday, what we're not asked to do is evaluate our families like a group examination of conscience and sit everyone down in our home and tell you, well, listen, I celebrated Holy Family Sunday, and now I'm interested in telling you on how bad you are. Nor are we meant to be like the culture that is adamantly against breaking apart the family, whether that be through divorce, radical individualism, you name it. Someone was imperfect and therefore family's all bad. That's not what we're meant to do either. Instead, on Holy Family Sunday, we're meant to realize the Holy Family is desperately trying to grow in your own family. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph live in your homes and in your bedrooms and dining rooms. They live in your basements and in your backyards. They live among you. They're trying to grow their care and compassion in places where you and your family need it the most. And they're just waiting to be called upon. They're not magic. It's not like if you say their name three times and wink twice, all the problems will go away. But you may experience being cared for in your struggles. You may have a new sense of hope. You may have a new capacity and willingness to grow and work on the things that are weak and need help. You may, as you call upon them, have a sense that, boy, we don't put Jesus at the center of our home. Sure, we go to Mass on an occasion, but is he actually in our home? What would it look like to pray as a family? Awkward and distracting, I'm sure, but nonetheless, we'll try. Maybe as we call upon the Holy Family, we take our heavy hands off of kids and parents and in-laws trying to be, this is how they're not perfect, if they were more like this. And instead, we learn to offer a smile a heart, a word of encouragement. Mary and Joseph are really good at doing one thing, helping you to become like Jesus. They formed Jesus, and they want to form him in you and in me. After all, that's why we come to Mass to receive him. So as we still celebrate this octave of Christmas and we prepare for a new year, maybe we can prepare it with Mary and Joseph and realize that what we most desperately need is what we needed when we were most little. We need a really good mom and a really good dad. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this audio from our parish. You can find other homilies, talks, and interviews at our website, basilthegreat.org, or by subscribing to this podcast in your favorite app. Just search for St. Basil Catholic Church Brexville. St. Basil the Great, pray for us.